Hello, and you are very welcome to Dan and Dara on Dublin South FM. I am Dara McNicholas. And I'm Dan Airy. Thanks again to Mike Purcell, who's given us the last hour with Mike at the mic. I'm loving some of his tunes, actually, Dan. Absolutely. Yeah, no, there's some, there was some interesting music there. A uh, bit debatable on the last one, but, you know, after my uh, sort of Saw Doctors last week, I really can't complain. We we did have the Big Panther theme, which was, which was quite fun. It was good, good, good. Good, 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 good. So we are live here, Dan, at 93.9 FM and online, if that's where you want to find us. And where are we? Facebook, Twitter, Instagram as well. Yeah, you get Dan and Dara there. Uh, and if you want to find us uh, elsewhere, you want to even send us an email or you want to request a track, God, that will be funny. Uh, <laughs> and we can just probably promptly ignore it. Um, do drop us a line. You, you'll find us on Facebook at Dan and Dara uh, Doability. Um, Dan, lots coming up. Indeed, we've got music from the likes of Elbow, uh, Kaleo and Adele as well. Yeah, and Eve Dunphy's going to drop us a track um, from uh, an Irish artist as well. Uh, we're going to have a, chat, a little chat with her later on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm looking forward to playing Elbow, <coughs> Flying Dreams 1. They have a new album coming out on the 18th, or they're there about 19th of November, I think. Indeed. Uh, I've, I've always been a fan of Elbow as well. I keep there. What's that song that everybody talks about that's gone out of my head now? Uh, Where'd it go? <laughs> a Day Like This, I think it is. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I can't sing, Brilliant so why am I going to bother trying? Okay, <laughs> yeah, Guy Garvey, though, absolutely fantastic. I just, he's just, yeah. oh, he's amazing. Have you had a chance to see them live? Uh, no, I haven't. And I'm not, I'm not a really big live music sort of type person. Um, I put it up there with live sport. Okay. Um, you know, there's no replays. Uh, you know, and you know, if, if it's not good, you can't exactly leave. <laughs> you know, if the sound is bad, you're sitting there. I just maybe it's just bad gigs. I don't know, but you haven't had the best experiences. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'm just maybe I'm just expecting too much. Maybe I just like to listen to you know the song without yeah. all the chat and the chatter and the sort of the whatevers and kind of going just. just Somebody hit shuffle quick. <laughs> uh, I don't like this song at all, really. I only like most of your stuff, not all of it. I think that you that's possibly be, you it. Can be more, 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 more selective. Yeah, well, that's it. But I mean, if you think about uh, just rugby, obviously, because we're going to have a little chat about rugby later on. But you're, you're sitting there in the Aviva. Yeah. Uh, no matter where you are, well, maybe some places, but you know, a lot of the time they're going to be running away from you, uh, and you're not going to be able to see what's going on, or it could be in the far corner. Now, hurling and football and soccer are slightly different because it moves a little bit more. But they could spend half an hour up the other end of the pitch in the corner. But with that being said, there are massive screens that do, uh, does allow you to I have it. a massive screen in my kitchen. <laughs> I could be home drinking tea. Warm. I I, <laughs> I agree with you on that, but from the from personal experience, the uh, the live experience with matches, is, you just can't, can't beat it. It's yes, you can. Something special. Dan, bit of music first. What are we going to have? Indeed, we are going to have the blizzards with friction burns. And that was fr- fr- friction friction burns. Dan, I can't, I can't even speak though. Friction burns uh, by the blizzards. You picked it. Why? Indeed, I did. Well, it's a uh, it's a song about, and this is the quote from from Brady himself: um, the primal fear. Of opening yourself up to someone fully. Wow, that's deep. 
Mm-hmm. It certainly is, and I thought it was it was quite apt uh, given the month that we're in, being November at the minute, because it's Men's Health Month. Yeah, along with it being November as well. Indeed. Uh, I don't think they're connected, are they? Or are they? No, Mo- no, November is more about men's cancer, isn't it? It is. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But they, Lot they, happened in November. They, they would be connected by virtue of that because men's right. health and and. Okay. Health. Is dry November? Is that a still a thing? Uh, well, I suppose it can be, yeah. Oh, okay, that's fair enough. I just don't drink myself anymore anyway, so I, I wouldn't have a clue. Like, I don't, get, I don't get sucked into that sort of type thing. Right. But men's mental health, Dan, what's going on? Yeah, I, I suppose it's it's kind of it's creating safer spaces for people to be able to open up and share their feelings. Um, I have actually been um, working on something recently with uh, Waterford Institute of Technology. Uh, they're doing a little kind of event for International Men's Day, which is on the 19th of November. Uh, so it's myself and another guy, Femi, just talking about our experiences, essentially, of being a man and kind of men's health and mental health and kind of our own experiences, essentially. Um, and then I suppose with me personally, it's kind of, it's, it's bringing kind of my, my situation as a four and the fact that, you know, yes, I'm in the situation I'm in, but I'm more than that. Um, so, yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to being able to uh, have the opportunity to, to speak at that. It's going to be... Yeah, fun. but that's the point, though, isn't it? You're all that and more. Mm, yeah, absolutely. And I think it's kind of... I, I was very lucky uh, that I kind of accepted... Uh, my situation very early in terms of I accepted that I was in the situation that I was in and kind of just like it is what it is if that makes sense yeah it does I mean I can't I, I don't say yeah I totally understand what you're saying you're done uh, yeah I do uh, no I don't if, but I do uh, if that makes, <laughs> yeah, even, yeah, yeah, if that yeah. makes even less sense yeah, <laughs> yeah I know but I, I suppose it's just um, like obviously there's times where the my health, whether that be mental health or otherwise, has been has been lower than you'd want. Um, but I suppose it's just I've I've always been very lucky with my with my family and and close friends that I've been able to kind of have the the conversations that have been necessary. And I think that's that's what it's all about, kind of just opening uh, opening those avenues of conversation up to be able to like, okay, you can talk to me. I'm available for a conversation if needs be. And, like, I think it's important for men to know that you can flick the switch between, like, having a serious conversation and then also having a bit of crack at the same time. Yeah, no, and I suppose, I mean, yeah, there is a bit of an age gap between the two of us, but me at your age, there certainly was no conversations like that whatsoever. Mm. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I don't know, is it good? Um, I presume it is. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I can't answer that question because obviously, uh, yeah, maybe you'll look back uh, in 20 years' time and go, that was terrible. Uh, you know, because I wonder how, you know, the history will, I suppose, uh, treat it or see it. Mm, mm, yeah. No. It, of what we could or, or what, yeah, okay. I suppose it, that kind of brings us almost to what's happening over in Glasgow now at the moment. Um, how things are going to be seen in 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years or maybe six years we won't be able to see anything because we'd be blinded by the sun 
uh, yeah. because there'd be no atmosphere left and there'd be three people living on an island somewhere uh, off the coast of Greenland going, oh, it's getting very warm here now, isn't it? What's ever happening now? <clears throat> it, it is getting to that stage, though, where it's kind of like, and you're kind of listening to the politicians and they're kind of still saying what they're saying and it's kind of, it is sounding like empty pledges a lot of the time. That That's what... Uh, Greta Thunberg. Uh, yeah, uh, she had a little sing-song, did she? <laughs> yeah, she told everybody can stick it up there um, somewhere anyway uh, else. Um, which, you know, I, I, I'm i kind of going to have to boil with Greta. Right, okay. A little. Um, I think and we your reasoning for that Well, is... I think we need to find somebody else now. Um, I think she's almost becoming a meme in herself. Um, you know, and I think it's, oh, here we go again. Oh, here's mm. Greta. What's she going to say, huh? She ain't got Greta was last time you were in school. You know, there's all of that now, I think. Um, I there's supposed to be some, uh, I think, yeah, obviously the focus is on China a lot now. Yeah, um, and they're not even there. Well, I think they have a delegation there. Um, but their premier, and I'm not even going to try to pronounce the name because I'm going to get it wrong and offend everybody. Xi Jinping. Thank you very much. There uh, you go. I, I'm not taking the blame for that. Um, but I know that their, their, their delegates are there. Um, right, you know, and we're all kind of going. Oh, cows are bad. Cows are <laughs> terrible. Cows do methane. Yeah. Uh, you know, I I don't think we can blame the cows. Then we we can't. It 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 helps. Um, <laughs> we're just vilifying the cows. And we're taking <laughs> no, we're taking the eye off the ball. We're just going cows. No, bad cows are bad. No, yeah, everybody get rid I, of the cows. You got to reduce your cows. Okay, Joe Biden, how did you get here in a big plane with three other big planes that are whatever it is 20,000 feet laying on a whole load of stuff and you're kind of going don't lecture me yeah no I, I do see where you're coming from though in terms of like creating kind of a scapegoat no a scapegoat <laughs> very good thank you very much you're here all evening we're here till nine absolutely but yeah did Boris did Boris take the bus home did Boris take the train home after this yeah no he didn't he flew back to London because he had to be back in time for dinner with somebody right as you do. As you do, of course, you know. Uh, and, you know, our own Minister for Air, for, for the Environment tried to get out of going. Mm. Told everybody he had the uh, COVID and it turned out he didn't. So now he has to go and fess up. So, right. Yeah, there you go. That's just it, like. Interesting, that one. Yeah, no, it is. But, I mean, you can't. I, You know, I just, I, I, I feel sorry for the cows, Dan, to be honest. It's not like they have an opinion in this. Um, and it's not like... Uh, they can go it wasn't me governor you know uh, it's whatever you're feeding me you can't get rid of half of me friends <laughs> there's yeah. bigger there's bigger problems indeed there is yeah um, but I think it it's a measure of it though that it's like we're just hearing the same thing and it's gonna come up again when we talk about another story later on but it seems like you're just hearing the same thing over and over again and speaking of the same thing over and over again, Neve Dunphy, Irish Music Gems, the podcast, a fantastic interview. So we are now joined by the amazing Neve Dunphy. Welcome back, Neve. How are you doing today? I'm fantastic. How are you doing? Not too bad. Not too bad. Yeah, I'm pretty good too, Neve. Yeah, uh, just you know, really looking forward to having a chat with you tonight. As always. Um, we have kind of hit that interesting period where it's kind of between uh, Halloween and Christmas and we're kind of looking back on Halloween and we're kind of going, how is that? Um, 
So, I'm not sure if you had a chance to look at um, social media too much over the course of the last week in terms of Halloween costumes. Have, have you seen particular Halloween costumes that have kind of caught your eye? There was one that was very run, like very random, but a bit like not something that anybody would have expected. So Holly Hagen from Geordie Shore dressed up as Jesse from Little Mix in the boys video, you know, with the like checkered um dress and stuff that she had on. And she got it like immaculately perfect. Like the look is like the look was like identical to the video. She put it like side by side and it was perfect. Awesome. That that's actually an interesting one, given the kind of um, blackfishing allegations that we were we were talking about a few weeks ago. I was impressed by it because she said she had to like sew three like skirts together to get the whole thing like right or something. That's commitment, isn't it? That's full of grit. I love I'll it. look at it after this. It's I certainly will. And I, I suppose for um, for films, uh, November is kind of a, a strange month because you're kind of like, you're between scary films and Christmas films. Yeah. Um, so I, I was kind of curious in terms of, from a music standpoint, what would you uh, generally listen to in, in November? November, I kind of go um, just... My regular music, I don't turn on Christmas music until December, just because, like, as much as I love Christmas, the Christmas period is long enough as it is. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what, 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 are we, what are we saying here, Neva? Are we talking about Glenn Hansard again, yeah? No. So, my go-to oh, in my... Softly, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you know what? <laughs> my go-to late... My go-to lately would be the new Ed Sheeran album, obviously. Um, the Ginger Winger. <laughs> Sorry, you Ed Sheeran alone. Um, what else am I listening to? A lot of our friend KTG. Excellent. Uh, Maisie Peters, who I mentioned already, but I'm like obsessed with everything that she does because she's amazing. I think you listen to her as well, like that. Yeah, every now and then I've actually she's actually managed by um, a cheered fully enough. But when on her, she's on his uh, label. Yeah, I listened to her like before, and um, he actually signed her as well because she's been gone for like probably three or four years before that. Mm. But now she's starting to get big from being signed to his label because I think he brought her to like the VMA room. And speaking of Mr. Sheeran, you mentioned his uh, album there, Equals. What what are your what are your thoughts on that? I'm slightly biased because everybody knows like Ed Sheeran is my favorite um, musician ever. I will say one thing: like his uh, latest single of of a past graffiti was some was one that I found on like online before the album. We did it at, like a like a secret gig thing. And that will be his song of the year, I think. That or a song called Tides. That's on the start of the album. Have you listen to the album? Yeah, yeah. I'm actually I'm I'm a big fan of uh of Tides as well. Yeah, it's a great yeah. song. 
I'm not sure, Dar, have you any, have you any chance to listen to it? Uh, I would be a fan. Right. So we could, I, I'm just going to leave it there, yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, yeah, that one died at death there, didn't it? Yeah. No, I I, I wouldn't be a, a, a fan of him at all, uh, really. Uh, I find no no redeeming features in him. Yeah, I had a feeling you were going to say that. You can correct me if if I'm if I'm wrong here, Neve, but I don't think uh, Ed has come out with the Christmas song yet. No, but from what I've heard, he is releasing a Christmas song with Elton John. Aha! Yes, I I have heard I have heard rumblings of that. Um, I think there there was a. I don't know whether Elton was slagging him, but uh, I think he came out and said he was a loudmouth because there was something about a, a leak that that was happening or something. Um, so that would be kind of interesting because I suppose they do have, they've become quite close uh, over over the past number of years. I think um, when Elton's new song came out, actually, uh, with Dua Lipa, that we've... we've we played on a couple of weeks ago. Um, I do remember Ed posting on social media, actually encouraging people yeah. to knock them off number wood. I thought that was brilliant. Is it? Is it? Is that brilliant though? You know, yeah. we have. Uh, yeah, no, I don't. I, I don't know. It's kind of like, oh, yeah, I don't mind. Here's my mate Elton. You know, make him number one. Oh God, poor man. You know, he's 80, 74, 84, or whatever he is. Oh, that's you know, give him his first number one in twenty years. You know, I have enough money. I uh, just, yeah. Mm. You see, look what you started. You know, I, I can, I can see both sides of that. There actually doesn't. Yeah. To be fair, with the whole and John thing, like Burbage and John, he's coming to football on tour next year, and he's like, how old did he was there? Seventy four or something. He's either seventy four or eighty four. I mean, he's he's tipping on there, you know. Mm. Yeah, like, and he's still down the hall, like arena as well. Well, yes, but that doesn't mean it's not. It's going to be particularly good. Tom Jones, still an absolute belter of a voice, right? Yeah. yeah. You know, Elton John, I don't think so. Nah, like, I haven't, you brought a new album now, like, last week or something, and I haven't listened to it, but, like, anybody that I know that's listened to it seems to like it, but, like, with Elton John, I'm very, like, I like his older music, and I say it. Yeah, I know, and that's fine, but you're talking albums here, and you're talking uh, pre-recorded stuff and things that have been tarted up, and... You know, yeah. giving a little hug. Uh, yeah, exactly, and all that kind of stuff. You know, another thing, you know, rolling somebody out behind a piano and going, right, have at it, you know, for... I, I do remember hearing um, a number of tracks um, came out, was it, was it around 2014, 2016? Could have been, could have been sooner. Um, and it was a collaborations album, yeah. Of all of Elton's, uh, of all of sorry, not a collaboration album, cover album, of all of his, of all of his hits. I, I uh, actually have a number of those songs on 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 my playlist. I kind of, it was very interesting to kind of see the different the different takes on the different songs. It was cool. That's the one I like about musicians doing covers. So it's got. So we were saying last week about. Darren McKenney taking a whole like different approach to doing like a Kanye West rap show. I love how like certain people are so clever. Like Adele did a cover of Parachutes by 
Sherlock Holmes years ago for okay for a live lounge and going going watching she changed she changed the arrangement completely and it is like her voice is just amazing. Recommendation taken on board. I will definitely check that out. I think that would be a case of uh, listening to the original first, though, because yeah, it would probably be do that and then compare it. Different, yeah. Because obviously, um, at, at the time when she would have recorded that that Sherlock Holmes song, would have been very popular. This was like this was like years ago. Mm, yeah. No. Jonathan and BBC Live Lounge they tend to do a like popular cover when they're going. Yes. That's what that was for. I think. Yeah. Speaking of actually, kind of. Um, artists coming together and and doing covers and kind of things. We we've seen that uh over the course of the past couple of years through the pandemic, you know, artists have come together and cover covered certain songs. Would you like to see more of that going forward? To be honest, yeah, I prefer to leave it for charity because like. Mm. If say like did you see the times like these cover that um Dave Grohl from Blue Fighters did with all the like with a lot of different musicians as yeah. part of BBC Radio One. But like mm-hmm. but together something like that for char- for like charity or like or like what we did here with the Irish Women of Harmony things like that. Because I think the world is showing now that everybody doesn't need to be in one place to produce things like that. So I think let's not keep that a pandemic thing. Let's push it forward. And yeah. these little nuggets of things that we've learned from the pandemic to be able to make these to be able to make these things happen regardless of where not anywhere is in the world. And anyone is in the world, sorry. And do you think there's a reason why it doesn't happen as much as Okay, obviously they come together for for charities and things like that. But well, like to be honest, I think the reason why it happened so much um, through COVID and that was because like people had found a way to do it, whereas beforehand there was never a reason to need to find a way to do it. But because like music and creative industries were hit so hard, they had to find they had to find ways to adapt and. Me, you, and Dara keep saying it, much like we do with people with disabilities. Do you know what I mean? Same mm-hmm. concept. Yeah. So my hope with stuff like that is that like artists and musicians and just people in general will take those like new ways of the world forward and keep embracing them even after COVID. Even after COVID ends and For sure, for sure. And and speaking of collaborations and coming into the time of year that we're in. Uh, your dream Christmas song collaboration. Hmm. Dan Hansard and Damien Dempsey, go on. <laughs> no. <laughs> I wasn't going to say that. Mostly because I think that already exists. But, uh... No, it probably does. And then probably Christy Moore will be in the background with a power on. <laughs> go on there, lads. Let's give it loads. I love the way they're singing. Uh, I think probably, like, Jesse J and somebody like Miley Cyrus or Beyonce doing some sort of Christmas chill would be interesting. Sounds good to me. And speaking of tunes, what's your track of the week for this week? 
My track of the week is Lucy by Nori, singer, songwriter Lauren. And Lauren has had a massive year. She recently just performed at uh, Irish Music Week and um, released a good few singles this year. And as well as that, she's had a lot of recognition from Niall and Ian and is constantly gigging all around the country at the moment. So, yeah, this is Lucy by Lauren. And Yes, indeed, you are listening to Dan and Dara on Dublin Set FM. You can find out more about our friend Neve Dunphy at Neve Dunphy One and Irish Music Gems on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and on all podcast platforms. Lovely, and that was uh, Lucy from Lauren Ann, and Lauren Ann is uh, an Irish artist, which is absolutely fantastic. And that's what Neve keeps giving us is just some absolutely fantastic um, Irish music. Indeed, for sure. Um, uh, it's so good as that now. It'll probably just get played even more, Dan. It's going to get played off the airwaves. As uh, it hopefully. should. Yeah, no, absolutely it should. Um, sport, Dan. I mean, weird weekend. Yeah, a lot of different sports going on. Yeah, well, not much that. Like, it's just kind of, you know, Ireland going around there and thinking they're great bait in Japan. <laughs> Uh, I think that's the only way. Oh, we're very excited. Oh my God, we beat Japan. This is deadly. We beat them out the door. This is fantastic, you know. It, it was a mediocre, at best, Japanese team. It was, yeah. Um, so I, I suppose there is kind of reason to taper expectations. Oh no. We're going to, we're going to hammer, we're going to hammer um, that the All Blacks now to weekend. We're going to beat them out the gate. Indeed. Um, that is actually something I, I was curious to get your thoughts on, actually. Um, given how, I suppose, in control and polished, you could say, Ireland were in, in certain phases during the weekend. What, what yeah, no, and that was fine. And they were allowed to be. Yeah. Okay, now, oh, I will, you know, I'm going, oh yeah, it's only Japan. Right. Ireland did really well. Yeah. They played some fantastic rugby, but they were allowed to do a lot of the stuff that they that they did. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. line mm-hmm. speeds were slow. You know, the Japanese were very slow getting up. Um, they didn't have to, it certainly was far from their best team. Mm. Um, you know, New Zealand obviously is going to be, and always will be a different bucket of stuff. Indeed, um, yeah. When, sure. when we do see them on Saturday. But, you know, New Zealand are also trying out new players. Yeah, I actually, uh, during the week I saw some, a, a snippet of some highlights. Um from the Italy game, their Italy game over the weekend. Yeah, and how did that go? Yeah, it was they they were quite convincing, but it wasn't New Italy. Uh New Zealand. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I thought I missed something there over the weekend. Yeah, fair enough. Uh no, it was it was uh, I think forty nine seven in the end, but uh it wasn't early moments in, in the in the first half they weren't exactly firing on all cylinders, so it's Little little comes of optimism and the fact that we have beaten them twice before. Just, yeah. Uh, yeah, okay, that's fine. But then again, uh, New Zealand or sorry, South Africa are knocking around as well. Mm. They're up in Northern Hemisphere, and you have to. I, you know, I, I just have to. I almost kind of have to feel sorry for South Africa. Uh, the amount of travelling they're doing, how long they've actually kind of been away from home. Um, they've just been all over the place, really. Uh, and I know that's had uh, had knock-on effects on their own domestic game and stuff like that that have been missing an awful lot of their international players for a fierce amount of time now. Right, um, okay. But they came up and gave uh, Wales a bit of a paddling. 
Yeah, I apparently though uh, it was it was quite close because it, it finished uh, twenty three eighteen yeah. uh, to South Africa, but apparently uh, Wales felt quite aggrieved, and I I did see footage of this. Uh, they were in uh, for a try in the corner, Wales, and a pitch invader had other ideas. Yeah, he went out and just got in the way and just made a general nuisance of himself. Uh, but my, the, the biggest tragedy for me in this was there's footage of the uh, pitch invader being taken away mm-hmm. and people are throwing beer at him. <laughs> right. Yeah, you know, I mean, that you've got to be you've got to be really annoyed to throw beer at somebody in, in, uh, at, at a match considering how long you've probably queued yeah, to yeah, get yeah, that yeah, beer yeah. in the first place and you're going to be sitting there for the rest of that half going, oh, damn it, I just threw my beer. I just, I'm not going to come back up to that bar. I'm going to miss this. But what can you do? Indeed. Some some things are just so raging. I suppose they do uh, constitute throwing beer at, at once. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, uh, you know, listen, we, we have New Zealand to look forward to. I think, you know, that's that's something. Mm-hmm. You know, what time's that kicking off, do you know? Uh, I believe it is 2.15, but I could be wrong. Right, okay. Awesome. So that's, yeah, that's a reasonable time in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. Um, I can mm-hmm. I can kind of live with that. That's, yeah, that's that's fine. I think, Dan, we might go to uh, our sponsors uh, and let them have a go at um, advertising for us. This is Dublin South FM. Christmas is coming early this year at Harvey Nichols. Join us for our shop style and sleigh event between the 11th and 14th of November and enjoy Prosecco and exclusive brand masterclasses at Harvey Nichols in Dundrum. Our shop style and sleigh event is the perfect time to grab a bargain on your Christmas shopping with 15% off beauty and 20% off selected fashion lines. There's even a chance to win goodie bags and prizes during our launch on the 11th of November. Celebrate your Christmas during this festive season with Harvey Nichols. What's up, Sean Coyle here. Tune in to Urban Smooth Saturdays at 7. I'll be bringing you the best in classic and contemporary hip-hop and R&B. Exciting interview guests and some great team shows. All the latest music news and old-school trivia you can handle. Urban Smooth, Saturdays at 7 o'clock, only on Dublin South FM 93.9. That's Urban Smooth, shaping the soundtrack to your Saturday night. Everything's fine on 93.9. Dublin South FM. You are listening to Dan and Dara on Dumb South FM. I am Dara McNicholas. And I'm Dan Airy. Uh, Dan, the time now is, uh, where are we? 2038. That's the best I can do. I can't work out that was an old money, um, but we're perfectly fine. Um, what are you up to the weekend? The weekend, actually, we, we were talking... News, news just in. <laughs> Indeed, we were talking about the uh, rugby just then. Um, I will be otherwise engaged next weekend. Um, I'm heading to an RTE Creative Futures uh, weekend in UCD. That should have its own stinger in itself. RTE Creatives. Creatives for the event. Dan Harry. But I can't think of anything really that, that might go with that. So what's that about, Dan? I'm happy to create one if, if you want. Uh, yeah, well, okay, we'll have one for next week, please, then, if you don't mind. Okay, yeah, I want to see it on my desk. Or in an MP3 or whatever. It'll be probably not my desk, it probably won't work, but... Um, so yeah, essentially it's um, job uh, workshops, job showcasing, um, kind of skill sessions, um, and kind of meeting industry personnel and kind of um, essentially, well, for 
from my point of view, it's essentially being like, uh, this is what I do. Um, can you give us any advice in terms of job seeking? And, is know? this like showcase Dan Day? Like, kind of, give me a job. Uh, personally, yes. Yeah. Uh, and then it's also kind of, um, I got an, an email today um, asking us to fill in um, COVID forms for a tour of the RT. Uh, premises. Nice. So yeah, it's gonna be good. Ah, I like that. Yeah. Wow. Um, I'm I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, I applied to it about three weeks ago or so. Um, kind of just sent it in. Didn't really think much about. It. I I kind of um, it was kind of when the email came in and was like this is what we want from you and this is what your application has to entail. It was very much like, what can you, what are you looking to get from it? What can you offer from, from, for us kind of thing. And one of the things that, that came to, to my mind was kind of asking questions and this has always been something that I've been interested in in terms of like, okay, so content is made a particular way but like, why is it made that way and how is it made that way and like, why is it that certain content is portrayed the way it is? Um, so I'm kind of interested to kind of have conversations around that. And then I suppose, like, we've had conversations about it through the podcast, which is Dan Dara Doability. You can find us on um, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I like it, Dan. A <laughs> little bit of a plug. Well, I think pluggy, I pluggy. I like that. Yeah, that, that's awesome. Um, um, but yeah, I, I suppose I'm just interested to kind of have those kind of conversations with um, like, again, I've had conversations with lecturers who, who um, through the masters and the undergrad, who work in the industry, but I suppose who are working in the industry right now, you know, fingers on the pulse type thing. Yeah. Um, and just to kind of meet uh, new people as well and kind of share ideas, share stories and stuff. Excellent. Speaking of new ideas, Dan, um, Elbow mm. are bringing out a new album, as I, as I mentioned earlier, on the 19th of uh, November, Flying Dreams number one. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have the title track um, from that album now. Dan, Flying Dreams, have you ever had any? Um, no, I don't think I have, but a very, very nice song. Yeah, lovely. No, I, I haven't had one in the ages, actually, but I do I do remember a persistent one kind of in my neighbour's house kind of flying, coming down the stairs uh, and around the sitting room. Yeah, no, weird. Yeah, I know. Actually, I must go home to see if I can't have one. Whoa, um, what is your... Um... Your your flying pose is it a Superman or is it something? Uh, no, I don't think I I'm not I, I'm I'm kind of looking as I'm flying. So it's it's uh, if it was a game. It'd be an RPG. So I'm not looking. You know, you can't see. I can just see that I'm flying down the stairs. So I'm, I'm looking out. Uh, I don't get to see me. Uh, okay, God, that really complicates things. Then <laughs> uh, it does. Nice bit of psychology in, in a radio show. Sure, why not? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Neither of us are qualified for it, but that's <laughs> fine. Um, speaking of things that don't really go well. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I just, this is sad, really. Mm, that's uh, one way of, of putting it. Yeah, now you, you whip this yeah. off uh, somebody else's sofa, Sophie Butler's um, Instagram. But yeah. we're dealing here with a minister uh, from Israel who was um, over a COP26. Yes. And uh, wasn't allowed in. Indeed, this is Kareen Al-Harhar, uh, the, is- the Israeli Energy and Water uh, Minister who has uh, muscular dystrophy. Uh, and she was unable to 
access the venue, the COP26 venue in, in Glasgow. Uh, she waited for two hours outside the venue after being refused entry. Um, she told an Israeli news outlet that the only way she could get in was to walk on foot for almost a kilometre or to get a shuttle bus that wasn't accessible. <laughs> I love it then. Uh, we're back to this you can't make it up stuff again really aren't we? Yeah, let's just say I was uh, quite angry for uh, well yeah, no I'm going to I'm going to say I'm going to say angry uh, during during the week um, when I read this because like we've talked at length about this on the podcast hmm. and uh, some of it has been personal experience. Some of it has been uh, finding stories on um, online about it and and discussing them and some of it. This is a minister at a climate change conference. Well, that's yeah, that's fine, Dan. And and but it's it's just it's access. It's, it's access for everybody. It's back to the guy cleaning the steps before he cleans the ramp so that people can get up the steps. You know, it's it's irregardless. Everyone should be able to get in. So it's not it's not that like it it's it, oh did you not put out a ramp lad? You know, the ramp should be there. Access should be the primary thing. Irregardless. Yeah, but it's just like uh, I've had conversation with, with with friends about this, uh during the week and it's kind of like we've had we've had discussions about it and it's like okay well she's a minister so maybe something be done well hopefully fingers crossed something be done but then like and we were talking about it earlier on when do politicians listen and mm-hmm. like actually <laughs> actually take action I, I think that's a no Dan uh... yeah I mean it's just it is genuinely infuriating and it, it's very it's not very often I get like wheelie, properly wheelie wheelie quass yeah I get very angry very nice pun yeah, but, yeah. absolutely uh, no it's it's just because I and and Sophie Butler mentioned mentioned this uh, in her Instagram post as well it's almost like disabled people don't exist and it, it's like well, come on, listen, we only build houses so they can visit. <laughs> Indeed. You know, I mean, that's only a requirement that they, if you're building a house, ah, sure, they're only visiting, they're going to go back to their nice little walled garden uh, behind the big the big wall and the big gates and we'll never see them again. And, like, in fairness, I do have to say that it, it, was, it was covered during the week by the BBC and other outlets as well. But at the same time, that's the length of one news cycle and then it just disappears. Yeah, but there's a lot more going on, Dan. There's Greta Thunberg singing. Far yeah. more important. <laughs> you see, that's the, that's the thing. You can't have it all. You know, millennials. You can't have you can't have Greta Thunberg singing <laughs> and telling people where they can shove it and, <laughs> you know, uh, not have an access issue. You can't have, there's only so much time that, you know, mm. what's important. But it, it's like in the conversation needs to be kept in that space. 
Yeah. For for longer. Well, that's that's my. Yeah, I know. I know that's your view. But then we don't talk about cows. I I appreciate that. Yeah, but it it just or bendy buses. Or, there needs to be. It's it's like there needs to be more space created, whether it be on the news or just general actual conversation about these things and like so it's it's not just people like yourself and myself talking about it or people with, with yeah but then if we do that then then we're not going to find out you know that Aston Villa have a new manager <laughs> they do you know or they, I don't, did I get a new manager yet or did you just get sacked <laughs> that's uh, Aston Villa manager got sacked um, Newcastle do have a new manager yeah um, Eddie Howe. From Who? Eddie Howe. <laughs> so many jokes. From so many jokes. <laughs> Eddie Howe. Uh, from Bournemouth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I mean, and I know it's silly season, like, but why? Uh, okay, so, uh, yeah, sorry. West Ham are now Ford. They are. Yeah. Uh, who'd have thought that? I mean, who'd have thunk it? Uh, certainly not me. Uh, West Ham, for God's sake, uh, up there. All, all the way up there. Um, the Aston Villa manager lost so many matches. I'm not entirely sure. He lost a few. <laughs> yeah. Scottish care, Scottish care, Scottish care. Scottish care, yeah. He's yeah. lost how many and he's still there? Yeah. I've got to wonder what Man United are up to. Is there, is there sentimental value there? I don't know. Well, I mean, I'm sure he's digging in for his 7 million a year. You know, mm. uh, I'd say he's just going, well, I'm not going anywhere. No, 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 no. No, oh, no, no. Or are, Man- are, are the board of Man United just terrified? Absolutely bricking it now. Um, possibly. They I possibly mean, are. I mean, they did They did sack uh, David Moyes six months into like a six-year contract or something. Yeah, nothing's been right since, what's his name left? Alex Fergie, Ferguson. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, yeah, that's all right though. He'll be fine. Um, Dan, speaking of uh, all things good, uh, but they must come to an end. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, um, you know you can. Uh, I'd like to say thanks to Neve Dunphy actually for her uh, fantastic contribution tonight, and we uh, get her every week. Indeed, thank you, you very know, much. Uh, very thank you very much to uh, Peter Rice there on the desk. Absolutely, thank you very Doing much. Doing a Peter. fantastic job uh, improvising um, when we go off script, and that's perfectly fine too. Um, we're going to play out Dan with um, something you've selected. Indeed, a little bit of Kaleo. This is Glasshouse.